RLC founder Dave Evans spends time with partners, clients, and friends in the USA talking about all things business. If you are an inspiring business owner, an entrepreneur, a CEO, or a coach who wants real advice about what to do in business today and wants to hear frank conversations, then this is the show for you. Real life consultations, challenges, and ideas from all around the world. We hope you enjoy this episode of Consultivation. Welcome to Consultivation. It is season two. I think this is episode three, Eric. And, and we so. didn't have the year last week, Mr. Swick, did we? No, I'm sorry. I missed out last week. I had a conflict. What were you up to? I was learning about the new way of looking at split dollar insurance plans for tax strategies. And just to clarify, is this for professional reasons or just something you like to do in your spare time? <laughs> for professional education. Well, that, there's an important link to today. We, we have a guest with us today. Um, Eric, could you do the honors and introduce this fine steed of a human being? So. Sean, I have known for what, Sean, 25 years, probably. Yeah, and, either way, probably. And I, it flies by. And I often introduce him as the person that's responsible for getting me into the public accounting world. Um, he actually introduced me to a gentleman who he helped me actually acquire the firm. And Sean has done a lot of things. He's an owner of an accounting firm, but he also um, has a franchise organization called Payroll Vault, which provides payroll across the country. So, um, but he's going to talk more about his other uh, program today company, which is the Mastery. And uh, it's all about education. So that's what we're going to be talking about business education today. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Yeah, it's I think it's been a, a fun ride for us both getting to know each other and yeah. Uh, over the years and, and talking business and doing business and helping each other and then helping our clients. And uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited just to kind of share that overall thought about helping others in business, um, what resources might be out there. Uh, and especially now coming out of, of, of COVID in a way, we got to be really careful of this, what I call like a hangover effect. Uh, people are trying new things and you, you don't want to get frustrated. So having a good group of people to work with is really critical now, probably over this next six to 12 months to help you kind of uh, build on what you're doing differently today. Yeah. So, so I believe though, Sean, you, you sold your accounting firm, didn't you? We did in 2018. And uh, fortunately, there's been some recent opportunities with the small investment group and that investment group has decided to purchase that which i am a part of to kind of essentially repurchase the accounting firm so so that before we go into the technical detail that actually you're not really directly involved me and eric can't miss the shot at go here eric can we so you got out and now you've got one foot back in are you okay yeah am i okay i i, I was recovering for a while but i must be off my recovery of, of uh owning that firm but yeah, it's, it's kind of been a little bit exciting to get back uh, and help them uh, kind of see the future in the accounting industry and, and what's available. And uh, so I'm kind of excited just to be a part of that investment group and, and help on the uh, guiding into the vision of the, of the future of the, of the company. 
So let's, let's move towards education and learnings and lessons. And, and Eric, please do feel free. I know you've prepared a few things to ask, Sean. Sure. Uh, to interrupt and change the conversation flow anytime. But let's put our heads together and say, why is working on your business even important these days? Yeah, that, well, you know, the, I think the most critical thing is it's easy sometimes to get too involved in the day-to-day, -day, right? To not delegate, uh, not look at your plan. Uh, you have a framework for success, right? So how do you execute that? You need to back into the projects, you back into the action items or tasks or or whatever you need to uh, call them to, you know, your to-dos uh, to help the business be successful. And, but, I, but what I think is really important there is the delegation factor, whether it's outsourcing or educating yourself or empowering your team that's a really important process and the only way i was i have been able to do it over the years uh was to work with either team members on my team that that helped me with that process or dave you and i worked together on several occasions and eric and i have worked together on several occasions on important projects that we needed help with and i just think that's a a critical part of business being engaged with the people around you that can support you yeah i think what i find often is business owners will say i just don't have the time and they come up with all the excuses from a to z and the reality is you can make the time and you know it becomes an investment yes you may need to outsource you may need to hire some bench strength so that you can be freed up to focus on the strategic side of running a business exactly yeah I, li I like that take though, it's recognizing when to use the resources around you and, mm -hmm. and more importantly, recognizing that most of the time we actually need to, you know, doesn't yeah. matter what business you're in, there's, there's a point, isn't there, where you are naturally the ceiling. So how do you get out of your own way, is it, and, and, and lean on those who are around to support you? Um, What's been your best secret, Eric first, uh, and then Sean, your best secret of making sure you address the on stuff? I, I think probably the most important point to me is I always set goals at the beginning of the year of things that I want to accomplish. And then it's checking back on a regular basis. Where am I at on those goals? Sometimes a goal may not make sense as I get into the year. I think of like last year, if you had goals at the beginning of the year, you know, come March, things change dramatically and you had to focus on something else. But that's what I do. I, I usually have something that I'm set out. And once I tick one off and I say that's off, then I look at what can I put on the list of something else that I want to focus on. Um, you know, you talked about, David, at the top of this about talking about business education. You know, on that point, I always felt like you never stop learning. You never know everything. And um, I always would dedicate a certain part of my year to learning, you know, yeah. whether it was, you know, some advanced tax strategy, whether it was just something that was more of the soft skill side of running a business. I, I always had something like that as part of my goals. And Sean, what about you? What's, what, what is your best secret to working on stuff? Yeah, um, very similar to Eric, maybe just one or two more thoughts to add to that. Um, good goals, and, and sometimes goals are hard to 
to, to reach. So that's when oftentimes I asked others for help. When I, if I knew I was struggling, I, I would reach out and ask for help just to, to meet that goal more efficiently. Um, I also have been similar to Eric, always looking for new information, whether it's conferences, reading books, um, working with others in learning how to execute and run a business more effectively. Uh, but I also think the only other piece that I, I try to do almost on a daily basis, definitely on a weekly basis, is create efficiencies in what we do from day to day. So if I find we're doing something a little less efficient, uh, take that extra maybe 10 minutes sometimes, or maybe it's an hour, uh, extend the day a little bit and, and solve that problem so it's never a problem again. Um, so I think working on efficiencies in your business is also something that I, I take great pride in and, and I work hard at. Uh, so at the end of the year, our business model is more efficient than, than we started the year. Well, you've heard it here live um, first. And it's, I think it's, it's uh, I've not heard somebody say that before, but solve a problem a day first. I like that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, put out into less words. And I, lo I love that focus of working on efficiencies daily as part of that. Because, sure, what we're saying is it's not like, you know, take your most complex thing, is it? It's not saying let's go and solve the most difficult thing in our business. We're saying find something that makes you less efficient and improve it just in that moment. Now, please do report that we have the fantastic and illustrious Kevin Turnbull with us. Kevin, good to see you, sir. <laughs> hey guys. Hey Kevin. The sun is shining where you are, Mr. Turnbull. Oh yes, indeed it is. I'm in North Yorkshire. What yeah. a, and that is, I think, England's original garden, isn't it? It's a really beautiful place. It's a. I'm staying in my daughter's house um, in a little village called Pateley Bridge, which is the gateway to the Yorkshire Dales. And I have it on authority. There is, as you drop into Paintley Bridge, there's a uh, bakers and butchers that make some of the best pies in England. Well, I'm going to check it out. There's two butchers here. I do know that, but I haven't checked the pies out. It's on the far end of the town before you go out and go up the vertical climb, which will give you the clue, Eric, as to why I was there. Oh, yes. Right. Fuel. Correct. <laughs> so uh, we're talking about working on your business, um, Kevin. Is there a single tip that you've always applied in your life as a CEO in the past that helps you or even helps your clients today keep this top of mind? Um, I've always kind of sworn, now this is going to sound pretty simple, but actually it's not. Um, but I've always sworn by effective time management um, because if you, if you manage your time well, you're giving yourself space to work in the business and on the business. So you're allocating specific time saying on Fridays, I'm going to go strategic and I'm going to be focusing on where the business is going, what the roadblocks are and so on and so forth, rather than getting involved in the day to day minutiae of, you know, Fred screwing up or Mary's not performing very well or we've got sicknesses and absenteeism and all, all that sort of stuff. Um, but managing your time to give yourself the space, the elbow room to work on your business is one of the fundamentals. And I've always done that by managing my time effectively and professionally. I think that's a really good point, isn't it? Because, you know, I remember when people first invented satellite navigation, 
And we all had to go through that emotional process, hopefully not too many marital rows or relationship breakdowns, where you put in the zip code if you're in America or the postcode if you're in Britain. And uh, there you are going, this is going to get us to where we're going. And you start to trust the satellite navigation. And of course, in those early days, when we were switching from maps, and I bet you some of our listeners are going, what, what's a map? Uh, anyway, uh, and you would you would learn to trust it. Like today, if you were to use Google Maps or any other, you know, Apple Maps, doesn't matter who it is, none of us are going, this is going to be wrong. You might yeah. in your car if you've not updated your system, but that's about it. But you almost have to treat your on in the same way. You've got to put it in your schedule and you've got to dedicate the time. And uh, what I've learned is what you schedule gets done. That's what I've learned. Yeah. If you schedule the on time, you're probably going to do it. So, yeah, yeah, you know, Dave, the other thing I would point out is like when I worked with clients or a prospect, for instance, and I was trying to sell them on why they should hire us to handle the accounting for their company, I always would turn around and say, what's the best use of your time? It's probably not sitting in a back office filling out paperwork. It's probably out, you know, working with the customers, working with your team. You know, what is the best? And that was part of the justification looking at what are those tasks, things that you're doing that probably are not the best use of your time from a value standpoint? Because, you know, if they're out there and they're the rainmaker for the company, that's a better use of their time. They're going to generate a lot more revenue and income for the business. It's a really great shout, Eric. Really great shout. So I want us to move into talking to Sean for a bit. And the way it's going to work, Sean, Eric, myself and Kevin are each going to ask you questions about what you get up to wearing your different hats. If you've just joined us, this is Sean Manning, CEO, owner of Peril Vault, ACC firm owner, author, C24 contributor and all round business guy uh, who's joined us today to talk about all things business education. So uh, let's put the question up for a minute. A really simple question. Why should an entrepreneur use or have a business education process stroke tool? Why do we think that's important? Or do we think it's important? Sean, tell us about it. Yeah, well, that's, that was one of the number one goals of our accounting firm is not, not just to produce financial information and tax returns, but to help educate the business owner on the variety of different ways that they need to um, learn about their business and, and really execute that. So just from experience, having worked with hundreds of small business owners, there's a lot of questions that, that come across a desk. And it was really important for us. I mentioned that, how, do, how can we make a system better, more efficient, deliver information? Um, you know, at one point we co-authored a book that was really efficient. Uh, but now with um, technology, how do we make that even better? Uh, so we put in place a, a basically an education system of about 24 courses that helps you understand business, whether it's the financial side of things, the banking side of things, the hiring side of things, exit strategy, uh, why people involved with your business are, are really there to help you at all different levels. And uh, it's a starting point, right? When I, my first degree is in restaurant management. I was in the restaurant business. I read, I read two books that taught me about business that, that really launched me in this, in this direction, uh, how to swim with the sharks without being eaten alive and what they don't teach you in Harvard business school. So that was my first 
stab at education and, and what I wanted to do in business and, and management and leadership. And it sprung board me in the direction that, that I took, which uh, I greatly appreciate. So whatever this tool is, whether it's calls like this, um, books, uh, programs online, uh, all of it's really designed to help these business owners be successful. So hopefully they, they leverage them and use them. We, we will share those uh, book links that you mentioned as well uh, in the podcast summary. So that, that's a really good shout so to provide this, you know, this set of tools. So there's 24 modules, is that right? Correct. And it's all built off of uh, what, as a business owner, we got asked the most questions on. In okay. business. Um, Sean, when you introduce this to someone, what is the big aha that you hear mm -hmm. from people? What is, what is the big takeaway that they get? Yeah, so, you know, they kind of they're, they're craftsmen, right? Eric, you, you've dealt with so many small business owners too, and they're really craftsmen at their trade. Yeah. But what they don't know is what they don't know. So um, usually it could be the financial piece, you know, understanding the financial statements or even the starting point. Where do I start? What type of entity? Um, as they mature, then it becomes into marketing and sales, and then it becomes leadership and management and hiring, delegation. And uh, Kevin, I, th I think even your side, where you're an expert at that, you know, that higher level management and leadership, where's the vision of the business for, for legacy? Uh, mm -hmm. Whether it's, do you want to sell it or do you want to give it to your children? Uh, what's the transition opportunity for that business? So I think there could be a lot of aha moments as you go through it. Yeah. Um, it's really good to get the baseline and then go back and, and really hone in on the areas that, that you felt a little deficient in because there's a toolbox, right? It's good to have yeah. a little toolbox you can reference. But most important, and I think this was critical, um, mentors, in my business career have been extremely important and as you go through any educational program be sure to ask questions uh, of the people that are there to support and help you that's that's very important good you mentioned I, I mean i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't agree more um uh, sean i mean this whole idea of ongoing business education it can be made to seem very dry and, and it's not really it's about ideas and fresh perspectives. It's about how do you manage a business in a pandemic? I mean, that's yep. new to us all. Um, uh, and if you're not looking for those ideas and fresh perspectives, you're going to struggle. Um, it's the same way with IT, where you know, you've got to be on top of IT, so you've got to educate yourself. And you've got to be on top of social media, you've got to educate yourself. You need that freshness all the time. Uh, to exploit the opportunities that these things give you and to keep you away from disaster, which uh, a yeah. lot of firms in the yeah. pandemic have been facing. Yep. Yes. That's a good shout. It's uh, a good shout, Kevin. And, I, and I, I love that whole thing about ideas, fresh perspective, working with your mentors, advisors and taking the time to learn. And, and I, think so, I think sometimes a peer group mm -hmm. get in the way of this where I, you know, I was once asked by uh, a gentleman uh, local to here who said, do you think there's a place for advisory? <laughs> he said to me really calmly, uh, and he's, he's the ex-chairman of HSBC, and that's where this chap is, which means he's a landowner. Uh, hopefully nobody 
watching to work out who that might be. But anyway, he said to me, do you think there's a place for advisory, right? Stood there in his tweed jacket going, can you imagine, shooting boots on, tweed trousers on. Is there a place for advisory, retired chap? I said, I think so. <laughs> and uh, because sometimes peers don't tell each other the truth. Yeah. And because sometimes you don't want to say to someone who's your colleague in a, you know, with their own company, I'm really struggling with this. And, but you can say that to a coach or a mentor or someone you trust, who's mm -hmm. hopefully going to go shoulder to shoulder with you and help you work out the answer. So, Sean, why should somebody use Core 24? And, and, and let's be clear, are we talking to an entrepreneur at this stage or are we talking to a professional advisor? Oh, you know what? It, it, it could be any one of those, right? Yeah. Because here's I, I, my full time job is, is CEO of Payroll Vault, right? And but there's this passion around education. And this project has been in the works for years and, and it's finally to the point where it can go out there and be uh, effective, not only to the people that are there to help business owners, because um, <clears throat> it gives a, a little bit of a refresher. It, Eric, you mentioned that toolbox. It yeah. gives you actually the toolbox where the business owner can, can use a sample business plan or use a sample budget. So there's resources behind it that the advisor can help support the business plan or the business owner with the plan or whatever the, the need is. And so <clears throat> the program helps identify the strengths and weaknesses of the business owner, or opportunities, threats, all those SWOT analysis people do. So the program helps identify those strengths and, and where maybe some opportunities where improvement are, but usually you are going to have to leverage the resources of an advisor to help you through the challenging aspects that you're facing. So you can focus on your strengths and learn uh, the aspects that can help you be a better business owner overall and more successful in the long term. Yeah. You know, Sean, as you were talking, I was thinking about how, you know, different people learn different ways, right? You talk about books. And some people, you know, they're just never going to pick up a book and read it. That's just not their thing. So talk to how this program kind of hits yeah. on different ways of learning for people. Yeah, so very interactive. It, you can actually, even though I do read a lot, I'm also a very visual person. And I like to listen to when I, so I'll, I'll listen to a document that I'm reading. Um, but you can do that with this program. There's audio links, there's videos, there's interactive testing. And then again, at the end, you can look at all the, the resources and toolbox. There's links to resources we think are very valuable. Um, mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different ways to, to use the program in, in order to help you the best way, right? You can listen to it driving to work or yeah. after commuting on a bus, you can uh, have it on your laptop. Uh, so there's just a lot of options that I think are important today in, in education. Yeah. That's good. We've got a comment live on LinkedIn that's come in. Uh, you might know this person. Uh, uh, let's, let's have a look. It's from Debbie Halls Evans. I think some of us know who that is. Staying up to date and seeing what is available outside of your circle is growth and self-education that is that benefits your business. Thanks, Debbie. Thanks for stopping by to listen while we're live. I think that's a fairly good shout, chaps, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes. And sure, coming back to that, optimized learning. Uh, I mean, I remember 
doing the tax module. And I know mm. how you, I know Kevin said to me once, hey Dave, can I do the tax module? He didn't. <laughs> you didn't, did you, Kev? Um, <laughs> it wasn't top of Kevin's list as a something to do at the weekend. Um, but, but if you're an accountant or a business advisor and someone is talking to you about their taxes, why not get them to do that module before having a chat about what they learned and what they've discovered might help them. But it's the same, I think, for any one of those. But the tax module, I remember you, you made me do it. Um, I hated the fact I had to get past a test in order to finish it, where some of them you don't have to do that. But, um, and Sean, if you're listening, asked us to all have a look at the Core 24 system before joining him today. Um, the, the other one was the culture cocktail. Um, um, I've, never, I've never seen a cultural cocktail in, in a, a learning environment before. Um, just frustrated I couldn't drink it, Sean, really. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the, the minute you hear that, it's like, okay, can I have a real one too? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, Sean, is there a particular module that you've enjoyed the most? Oh, you know what? It's been interesting. Even though, uh, you know, kind of a financial expert with a lot of things, it's fun to look at that and then know the value uh uh, business owners are going to get from it, right? Because maybe they, that's not their strength. Um, but as I, I truly like getting to the end because we all talked about goals and vision and those types of things. But when you get towards the end of the modules, it talks about, you know, exit strategy or, or what you want to do long term for your business. And um, thinking about that early on is important. And it, to me, it's just a good reminder that business is can be very successful for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, however long you want to run that business, but also pay attention to uh, maybe creating a legacy for somebody in your family or a friend or um, Eric mentioned he bought a business from from somebody that ran it successfully for I think 20 or 30 years, Eric. And now yeah. that yeah. business continues today. Could you imagine? a life cycle of a business that's now 40, 50 years old and has been able to mature and and go beyond the original owner's uh, intentions with that. So I actually like getting to the end, um, although every little piece was important. Culture gets talked about a lot today and, and how does that really come together? Um, for our culture to mature, uh, again, we had to have some consulting around that. We really had to understand where we were headed as culturally as a business and, and how to mature that and, and foster it uh, mm -hmm. to make it better. So uh, there's all aspects of that program that that I think are important. And I find every single one of them interesting. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I, I like to talk about culture. I, I like the way that the core introduces you to it. And if you look at our best version business framework or our original framework for success, which is where it started, um, it almost, if you've done that core, it's complementary, isn't it? Because yeah. you can go from that core, work with an RLC coach or an expert, and suddenly you're going to the cultural session much better on because you're not working completely from scratch per se. So when, when you speak to someone like Kevin or Eric and you go, right, let's build a framework, you'll have a better feel for it, I think. A hundred percent. It'll make your... It'll make your work with your other team members, your advisors, your your mentors much more efficient. Yeah, I, you know, Dave, you bring up a good point. If if I'm working with a client, it's so much easier if they at least have some foundational understanding of where we're going and what we need to do. 
what I find is a lot of business owners have some of that foundational. It's just, you know, it, they can't make it a priority. They can't, they're not being held accountable by anyone. And that's what they need. And that's where, you know, people like Kevin and I come into play. We can really have an impact. And if you and if you can add in a cocktail making course, I think it's the best <laughs> of all possible worlds. Right. You celebrate. I'm drinking rhubarb gin and Flower tonic. Oh, nice. Beautiful. Actually, remember, and, and I should put it into perspective, it's the evening for me in the UK. I'm not <laughs> drinking, it's mid mid morning. Yeah, I gave that up. Yeah, you're not in Los Angeles at the moment, Kev. That's the key thing here, right? No. Yeah, totally. Although it might be fitting, couldn't comment that it's not a legal statement about people in Los Angeles. Uh, anyway, um, the thing I'd like to, I want to just bring us back to you for a moment before asking Sean for one last question about the Mastery Network in Core 24. Is last week we did hear from Dr. Lee Valence, who told us quite powerfully that leadership is about nurturing, caring, and collective action not power position and not authority. And, and I, I'm, I'm highlighting that for a moment because she runs a hospice and, and actually leading through a pandemic, that was one of her summaries. If if you're someone who subscribes to that today on Consultivation, then working on your business with Core24 is a great way to make sure that you can develop those skills and educate yourself on tools and ideas uh, to be best equipped to be a leader who is like that. If you're an accounting firm owner or a professional service provider, what it is a brilliant product, according to Sean, and I think I agree with him, that you can plug in to what you're currently doing. I love what you said, Eric, about just giving pieces of them to people that need them when they need them. If you've got clients, it is about that extended added value. And let's go right back to a feeling that Sean mentioned earlier on when Eric, you asked that aha moment, is realizing that there are things they don't know, every business owner will have that moment, and that there are platforms you can go to, to learn something and develop what your knowing is. So loads of things that we've gone through today, along with the, the variety, and here are just a couple of the calls that are out there, but is a platform that is going to help business owners. So Sean, is there an overarching message you'd like to leave the listeners about the Mastery Network or Call24? And then Kevin and Eric, is there anything else you'd like to ask Mr. Manning today, either to do with Call24 or not? Well, sure. It, sure. I, I think Kevin hinted to this a little bit, but it's celebrating your successes too, whether it's a, a cocktail at the end of the day or the, the accomplishments at the end of the year. Um, so in Eric, described it perfectly this is foundationally what you need to to get on track um to your framework for success to your work with your um advisor so uh you just got to get started right that's the key mm -hmm. and right now knowing that there's tremendous amount of opportunities that are being created um how better to prepare for those opportunities than to be well educated and so I just think, you know, definitely reach out if you're ready and we can connect you with advisors. Uh, obviously the program is designed to, to self teach, uh, but you will want support and, and we can connect you with those people. So I'm happy to share the ideas and, and thoughts of the program today. So hopefully it helps business owners be successful in the future. Thanks, Sean. Eric, is there anything yeah. you'd like to ask, Mr. Matt? I, I don't know if I necessarily have a question as a statement, but maybe Sean can react to it. It's, it's interesting because 
in the past, you know, you always dealt with what was the issue at the moment mm. you would educate the client on it. And, you know, it's narrow. It's only focused on one aspect of it. What I love about this is it's this wide and the business owner has access to it 24 seven. He can't always call me up and say, Hey, Eric, I've got this question on this. He's got a resource that he can go to and look at. And, and so I don't know what kind of yeah. feedback you've gotten from people on that, but that's what I think the real power of this is. It will, the, the key point there, Eric, is oftentimes when I have an issue and I start to research and, and solve it, I realize I actually had four or five and those get solved at the same time. So yeah. I, you're a hundred percent correct. Yeah. Good. Uh, so same to you, Mr. Turnbull, is there anything you'd like to add or ask? Well, I mean, I think the Mastery Network is uh, is great. Um, it kind of formalizes um, a broad ed business education for participants. Um, and I mean, I'm always stunned when I come across clients and would-be clients about their lack of knowledge about stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't know, you know, they have an issue and they don't really know what to do. So they bumble along. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the Mastery Network gives them, you know, some core competences to handle everyday business stuff, which is really invaluable. And then you save time, then you can be working on your business. And, and it's similar. It, it's kind of like, a, you know, an online virtual coach, really. Um, you know, the benefits are similar to having a coach where, you know, the effective coaches are the ones that have got experience in many aspects of business. So they can kind of, you know, you know, nudge you along as a business owner to the right solutions or at least try stuff out. And I think the Mastery Network really helps you with that. What, what do you think of that perspective, Sean? Oh, it's it, it's incredible. It, it's exactly spot on is you really need you need to have resources available where you can kind of um, discover. Right. And this allows you to discover things. Um, maybe things that excite you or you learn or you can apply quickly. Um, and then again, you know, I'm, I'm not a, a, a kind of in your positions like uh, advisors to, to business owners, but I've used them. And so I think that that's that's the important next step is to then go out in your community and or, or leverage the additional resources that might be available to help your business uh, become stronger. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I would almost sum it up in a book title, you know, and that is um, Think and Grow Rich. Who doesn't, <laughs> who doesn't want that to happen to them? Yeah. It's, it's, it's entirely true. And let's let's put out something Sean said earlier on that I think was a, an absolute belter, like Dr. Lee last week with a leadership quote, which is solve a problem a day first, become more efficient 1% at a time. And I really like it as we bring the, the, the show to a close is recognizing inefficiency in the day you're in and leaving it in the day that you're in, but just taking a bit of time that day to fix 1% of the problem. That simple. Sean, that's a really great tip from along with some of the rich conversation that we've had today. Sean, is there anything else you want to add, my friend? No, thank you for the opportunity to share. That's kind of a little bit of a passion of mine is to share information. So thank you so much to the three of you for, for allowing me to do that today. Yeah. And it is great to have you on the show with us at, on Consultivation. And if you're listening to any of this and you want assistance today, you can, of course, reach out to rlc-global.com. You can find us, get a hold of us. Uh, and also you can speak to info at the mastery.network. 
uh, to get support there too. And all of these things will be in the summary afterwards. So Eric, you've known Sean a long time. Is it? Is it? What do you think what he's had to say today? What was that? I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you... You've known Sean a long time. What do you think about what he's had to say today? Well, you know, I always have admired Sean for his um, dedication and hard work to whatever he puts his attention to. And, you know, I'm just proud of him. I mean, what he's accomplished, it's really great. Thanks, Eric. Yeah. That's, that's a bit of soul food live in the podcast there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, Sean, thank you for your time, my friend. Thank you. Thanks, Sean. Eric and Kevin, thank you for being with us today. Yes. Eric Swick at Swick Business Strategies. And Kevin Turnbull, the CEO with a sword. So, uh, anyway, that's, that's a comment for another episode. This has been Consultivation. Consultants getting together to talk about business conversation. See you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Consultivations, brought to you by RLC Global, helping you become a best version business. If you want any help from the conversations in the show today, please reach out to info at rlc-global.com and one of our team would be delighted to talk with you. Go to rlcglobal.group for more information and free content designed to help you.